Greetings and welcome once again, listeners, to Cosmic Crit. I'm Jabert, your favorite goblin operative outside of the Pact Worlds, and I am so happy to be introducing the story to you today. Uh, we got a really fun one coming up, and I'm going to get right to it as quickly as possible. Um, we've got a few announcements to make. First of all, a huge thank you to Nansa, that's non-standard action over on Twitch, uh, and all of the wonderful GMs that helped out in last week's uh, CritterCon 2. It was a huge success. And altogether, uh, we all raised about $4,000 for Doctors Without Borders. So that was about 80% of our goal. We're, I know we we're planning on doing a little bit of Twitch streaming. We're going to see if we can't make that $5,000 goal still. But you guys did an amazing job and you blew away our expectations. I'm so pleased as punch, and I'm, I'm so proud of, uh, of all of you wonderful people who made that happen. And I'm so glad that so many people got to come out and play some society. Uh, that was a ton of fun, and I really enjoyed it, and I hope you guys did too. A uh, couple more announcements. First of all, our Bumfuzzle Trick Attack Challenge has come to its conclusion, and I am so happy to have all of these at my fingertips. Uh, we will be reaching out to the winners of that very shortly. Um, but thank you all for submitting, and I cannot wait to share some of these uh, hysterical trick attacks with you uh, going forward in the future. Those will probably start around maybe episode uh, 86 is when we'll start being able to pepper those in. Um, but I can't wait. Uh, thank you guys so much for participating in that. And that brings me to my next point. Uh, for the month of May, our May monthly challenge is going to be Monster Mayhem 2.0. That's right, listeners. Get out your thinking caps because we need some new monsters. We're going to be targeting this somewhere around book two. So we're looking for CR3 to CR7 monsters. Um, you can find the rules for creating those monsters in the Alien Archives, and you can submit those by emailing them to us at cosmiccrit at gmail.com. For more information, please head on over to cosmiccrit.com, where you can find all information about everything Cosmic Crit, and uh, we'll have you know, rules and regulations and such like that upon the site. So uh, please go check it out, and can't wait to see what you come up with. But enough of me gabbing on, it's time to get right down to the episode. So listeners, please enjoy Episode 83. Assault on Garrison 13. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Star Pronkers, Star Pronkers Incorporated. Maybe this podcast don't mean too much, but Cosmic Crit means everything to me. Welcome back, Crittermanders. This is your GM here with a capital G, extending dark, heavy music and industrial vibes for the rest of the season. Joining me in this downward spiral into the heart of the Aslanti army are my five friends and your players, at least until the day that the whole world went away. To my right, I want a drone that's like an animal. I want to build it from the inside. All other animal existence is flawed, and it's Tyler playing Nikithi, who is like a god to his drone-itis. Glad to be here, Patrick. Thank you. 
to his right, her head like a black hole, as black as a tiefling soul. It's Rebecca Rocky Talora. It's good to be here. Across the digital table, will you bite the hand that feeds you? If so, you'll be taking claw attack damage. It's Miles with a win. I'm so happy right now. Like I'm actually wearing a Manage Nails shirt. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm a massive Manage Nails fan, so this is very happy. To his right. If the world would break in two until the very last crit on me, he'll be there to crit back on you. It's your brand bump puzzle. I've never heard of Nine Inch Nails. And to my left, I am justified. I am purified and I am sanctified inside your entropic pool. It's Drew running with Cass. I can't wait to hear the song in Captain Marvel. <laughs> uh, nine womp, Inch womp. Nails intro. Indeed. Um, I've been waiting to do this one because I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty easy. Uh, a lot of cursing. <laughs> uh, well, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm uh, Miles, also an OG fan. Um, and just I just like Trent Reznor. Um, you know, he, he made that entire first album, Pretty Hate Machine, like by himself. Uh, oh yeah, he he paid for it. like he was a I think a janitor at the studio and yeah got he was, paid in studio time. He was yeah exactly. He was like rehearsing in his garage and then would record like midnight or whatever. And it's amazing. And he like sent it out and got a, a record contract. And then it was like, oh man, if I tour, I have to have a band. Yeah, didn't he hire the band for the tour? They they weren't part of. It pretty much always does that. Yeah, yeah, and they've they've changed over the years. Because uh, I think Dave Grohl uh, recorded and toured for With Teeth. Oh wow, yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, um, for that one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it reminds me of how we started this podcast in our in our offices late at night, which which <laughs> means here we are. If we're <laughs> correlating <laughs> success uh, in about twenty years, we should be accepting an Academy Award. Uh, for podcasting, I guess. Right? <laughs> I, I'm guessing works, it'll right? be a film about podcasting. <laughs> we podcasted the soundtrack to uh, some uh, remake of a foreign movie. <laughs> yes. Um, how are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. I oh, hate you boy. guys. I hate. I hate how often you say that. <laughs> it yeah, say so it much. So <laughs> many times for, for our listeners. Exactly one half of a time. <laughs> <laughs> for our listeners uh there's a lot of references i feel like to um mst3k mystery science theater 3000 that get thrown out here but that one's it's, it's, every it's, other episode it's too good like I've, I've watched that episode a lot and especially the, like, with the most frequently since it came out like yeah, usually I those watch of you episode. at home who are not familiar it's mac and me is what that comes from <laughs> you should watch it it's great it's it's easily a top ten episode. Uh, I would say so. It's 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 hard to top. Yeah, <laughs> they they knew they they had to knock that one out of the park. But um, let's not talk about other shows, <laughs> other entertaining <laughs> shows. Let's talk about our show and yeah, specifically what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. We released the Hobgars, and while most scatter about Madelon's landing, a few were itching for a fight. The team opened up a one-sided can of whoop butt. After the Hopgars are unleashed on Madelon's landing, Ibretta ran up with dire news. Jellic and Weldus were captured on suspicion of treason. The gang rushes to stop the Islanti from executing Jellic, only to find it may be too late. 
Tilara's tiny demon scored a massive critical hit on an evil Aslanti executioner, satiating both Talara's desire to avenge Jellic and the demon's thirst for blood. Acting quickly after the battle, Kaz stabs Jellic with a healing serum, keeping him alive. And that is not all that happened, because you all also leveled up to level two. Oh, yeah. yeah. First level. Uh, we're we're going to take time to talk about that, but let's get back into the action first. You guys were uh, running away from the scene of a failed execution in the center of town. I feel like we should resolve a little bit of that first. Um, on the run, yet again, we see here through the mist-filled streets of Madelon's Landing after the failed execution of Jellic and, and Weldis. Uh, there's the little Shunta Garaya Lee, and she's supporting a, a wounded Ibretta, and the, the teen Weldis is supporting Jellic. Um, still seems pretty dazed, pretty out of it from dying nearly twice within the same week. <laughs> Uh, Weldus calls out over the the sound of screaming hobgars and Aslanti rifle fire elsewhere in the city. Uh, come to my place, uh, Goblin. You can rest up in my bathtub if 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 you want. Now that we got some water moving again. Oh boy, that's my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Doc uh, Ionese uh, is there, and uh, she she's working on my mom, but she can get you all patched up too. Um, and my mom's been itching to, to meet you all. Uh, he leads you to a pretty unassuming module with little decoration uh, kind of in the, the the south side of town. It looks like, you know, any of the other double wide shipping containers here in Madelon's Landing. And Weldus unlocks the door, calls out, uh, Doc, we got hurt people here. Uh, I also brought them outsiders with me. Uh, you see a young woman uh, stepping out with a med kit from the, the back of this um, this home as you guys kind of trundle inside um, and, and she immediately goes and sees to Jellic and, uh, and Ibretta and uh, you see Ibretta just cleaning blood from her ex's face um, you know doting over him uh, Weldis you know kind of gets you towards the back and, and ushers you uh, towards what looks like a, a bedroom in the back of the, the building and uh, he he says, uh, my, "My ma sure wants to meet you all, but if if you don't mind, uh, um, I don't want to overwhelm her. Maybe just a couple of you come in and, and say hello. Does anybody want to jump inside?" Uh, uh, Bumfuzzle runs to the bathroom and uh, turns on the water and just has a nice bath. <laughs> okay, the water runs for like all, all of uh, thirty seconds. <laughs> it's like gone. <laughs> <laughs> that that was their supply for the week. Way to go! Oh, beans. <laughs> uh, sure, Nikifi would, if Weldus is asking. Considering how brave he's been, Magnus uh, hmm. is pretty good at cheering up people. <laughs> oh, is, uh, she, is, is, she, it, is it? Is she? Did you say cheering yeah. or tearing? <laughs> Cheer. Cheering, cheering. Well, both. Everybody likes Idis. Uh, I, I, I'm assuming if if he doesn't want to overwhelm his mother that the giant bear should probably stay outside. It's up to you. You can, you can fit through the door uh, slowly. Sure. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking, I'm thinking purely of not overwhelming people. <laughs> what, yeah, just a well, giant slug person I, and a huge blue bear. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm thinking the same thing. So I'm like, well, Talara has, you know, demon horns on her head and a tail. Like, I mean, 
we don't want to overwhelm people. I think none of us are really well poised, except maybe Kaz. It's not that they've never seen aliens before. I just feel like a giant bear would be very distracting. Like, I mean, these I'll, are, I'll, these I'll are be, worldly people, right? These are yeah, well, like, colonists. Yeah, they're colonists for for uh, a, a new planet. So, I mean, the, the the concept is not beyond them. It's just like if if she's got this makeshift like <laughs> uh, nurse area going on, and a giant bear is just bumping into everything. Well, but it's better to you be for you to be inside than outside. If Islanti are looking for hobgars out on the streets, all right, fine. I go in and I ruin everything. <laughs> okay well it's just it's just a bedroom it's not the end of the world um i breaks the bed so you, you sit on the end of it and just like yes, crunch, crunch, it just crunch. cracks <laughs> um all right so when and nikithi going in the back and yeah that for everyone else left out front here uh Ibretta comes over to you um let's say uh talara and uh, she just wraps her arms around you, like around your back, and, and gives you a, a deep hug. You can see that uh, tears have, have mixed and marred with some of the dirt on her cheeks. And she says, thank you all. Uh, you, you don't know what you all have done. I, I'm in your debt. She stands over Jellic's unconscious form. He's like flitting in and out as Garaya and this Dr. Uh, Ione uh, patches up his wound. Uh, Jellic and I have uh, been through some tough times. We had a kid many years ago, named him Garrel, Garrel Fulson, Lil' Gare. He was a good one, a lot, lot more straight and arrow than Jellic or I, and we had him real young-like, and times were good, but it wasn't before he was 18 years old, told us he, he wanted to see the sights in the universe. He joined up with the stewards, got into the Academy on Verses, and... In, in the pack there uh, on gubernatorial recommendation and passes exams of flying colors. And long story short, his ship came under attack pirate blockade. It was just his third mission. There were no survivors. Anyway, after that joke and I decided to move out to this colony, it's what we needed to take our mind off things. But honestly, it just made us both realize that maybe just maybe the best we could have been was behind us. And raising gear was our, our crowning achievement, you know? We weren't going to top that. Does it make any sense to you all? Here I go rambling on. The, the past is the past. And suffice to say that my future will involve making amends with everyone I know, including Jellic, and killing me some Aslanti. Without realizing what she was doing while hearing this story of the pirate attack or potential pirate attack, Talara just uh, subconsciously, uh, her her hand comes up and and grasps the pendant around her neck. Um, and as soon as she realizes that she's doing that and, and the story is over, she says something like, oh, don't sweat it. It's no big deal. Uh, meanwhile, in the back of the house here, uh, when Nikithi, you see uh, an older human female uh, lying in the bed here. This is Corsica. Um, Dr. Ani like jumps in real quick and like squeezes past Wynn, grabs some, some more items from what looks like a med kit and, uh, and jumps out again. Uh, Corsica props herself up on her elbows. Um, as you all, uh, you both file in with Itis and you can, she, she has a, a cast on each of her legs, medical wrap, uh, like galls around her, her head and, and her chest. 
uh, greetings there, travelers. Uh, my, my son here told me the you, you're the new sheriffs in town. <coughs> sheriffs? <laughs> yeah, you're the ones slinging guns, taking his lanty down. Well, that hardly makes us lawmen. <laughs> the name's Corsica, and uh, all that out there, that's the best doc we got in the colony still alive. Fena uh, Aini. The, uh, the young human girl kind of greets you as, as you pass. Corsica uh, kind of grimaces in pain, and you can tell that talking is kind of hurting her. She's, she holds the sides of her, her rib cage. Her breathing is labored for a second. She's like, yeah, the couple of those uh, Aslanti Kurds got me, uh, took me into the garrison with Madelon and the like, and well, I didn't take kindly to that. Uh, I spit on them. The, the real mean SOBs that, that took to hitting Sedona. Well, they turned their attention to me and left her alone, but they near beat me within an inch of my life. And broke my legs, femur in one, tibia the other. Cracked my ribs, too. And Doc thinks maybe punctured a lung. Med's been helping, but it's a, it's a hurt I'm going to have with me for some time. They left me for dead in the, the drain collector. West side of the uh, the garrison, but my boy Weld is here. Picked me up, stitched me back together with the doc's help. He's a good boy. You mentioned a drain collector. Is this a potential point of entry into the complex? Are you there, Cass? Yeah. Hello. Ah! Nikiti jumps up in surprise. Ah! Uh, I figured I was inside. I would be the only one standing outside. So. We had a. We had a 10 minute conversation about who was going in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can hear everything you guys are saying in there. Uh, you talk really you loud. They close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm peeking through the window. You just see Kaz with his. They close the blinds. When the Keithy, Tyler. He's a good boy, your son. You, you mentioned that you knew Sedona. Do you know where they took her? Last last I saw, she she was in the the, the garrison with Madelon, Mayor Madelon. Oh, but uh, <laughs> Welda said that uh, th- those two that did me in, <clears throat> those couple of pronkers, uh, they they just cr- tried to to kill him and Jellic in the town square, <laughs> and uh, and you saved them, and you sent those Aslanti to Farazma to answer for their misdeeds. I'm in your debt, friends. You have gone through enough without being in someone else's debt. Let me see if I can't. If it is okay, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. And may I have a look at your chart? And uh, is it okay if I do kind of do some kind of medicine check on her and see if there's anything I noticed that maybe Nikithi could help with or improve her condition at all? You got, you got medicine? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm medicine medicine to the max. Yeah, let's see what happens here. Uh, 16? Uh, So that's not enough with with the med kit. Uh, It seems like this this young uh, human doctor, um, uh, Ione, Doc Ione, uh, has, has been treating her, like, for multiple days. So the casts are well set. The, uh, the bandages very snug very very well fit to the wounds so she's she's pretty good it's just gonna take some time uh 
Gotcha. Well, specifically, I was worried about the the lungs. Can I replace her lungs with something bioengineered? I wish you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe just not perform surgery on her. <laughs> Uh, uh, Nikithi pulls up a data pad and and he's kind of like I could give you several improved lung functions the ability to withstand space conditions the ability to ward off poisons now the surgery is slightly Weldis, Weldis boy I'm I'm feeling faint oh oh boy it comes and goes Um, oh I, I, I I gotta thank you all, but yeah, no, no need to perform surgery on me. Um, yes, perhaps we should let nature take its course, Nikithi. Uh, she kind of props herself up again and, and moves over to a, a side table next to the bed, where um, she pulls out some some paper and uh, a pen, makes some notes on, on something that looks like she's been working on, and hands it over to you uh, when. She says, I, I drew the inside of uh, the garrison from memory, from, from what I saw. I was only in there a day or so, but well, I, I hope it helps you take them sons of Doove down. Stay safe, friends. We thank you very much. This could prove invaluable. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty well, you know, drawn picture of what looks like the, the garrison. She's got some notes there. Um. Yeah, so you guys um, heading out? Uh, well, I think somebody wanted to take a ten minute break. Yeah, you can you can rest up in here uh, ten minute it up. Um, does anybody not need to take a ten minute break? Maybe that's easier to ask these days. Can, can, can the do- I am can, going to. Can the doctor not provide us a little uh, health care for saving her friends? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, she she can try. She's definitely tending to the uh, nearly dead Jellic. (laughs) Well, and that's only for HP, right? So like if you need SP back, then 10 minute break is kind of your only option. Is anyone into HP damage? I am. Uh, When? Is that what you said? Yes. Um, Yeah, she can she come up to you and try, try her best. Uh, Can Nikithi assist? Sure. Mm -hmm. I think even. Even trying to give pointers on how to replace a bear's lungs, um, uh, uh, Fena Ione um, is able to to patch you up for. Um, I think it's just one hit point at this level. Oh no! Wait, you're level two. Mm-hmm. Two hit points, right? I'll take it. Um, let's see here. So she's um, she's very. Ooh, one sec. Uh, she's very nice. She. Doesn't seem to have uh, uh, worked on an uplifted bear before, and is like kind of like fumbling around your body. But it's like uh, it, was, it was a pleasure to helping you all out. Thank you, thank you so much for for what you've done for for Weldus in, in Corsica. Uh, is, uh, it, is there any chance that uh, Bumfuzzle can get a little bit of that sweet sweet healing as well? <clears throat> I don't know. You've been in the bathtub this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my wounds, my aching feet. Uh, let, let me try that that d20 check oh yeah 18 oh jeez back as well oh yeah and she puts a little like hello kitty band-aid on my knee and I'm all better <laughs> Did we down, <laughs> down two hit points yep that's yeah, hilarious to you. Um, and just uh, and you little guy you go get him out there <laughs> yes ma'am 
uh, as you guys are, are getting ready to to leave, Jellic opens his eyes, just sits up suddenly, kind of grabs um, Kaz's arm. And, you know, his voice is raw. He pulls you down kind of to his level. He's prostrate over the, the backside of what looks like a, a broken futon. And uh, Kaz to you, he says, what I, I done was dumb, I reckon. But I was trying to hack into the door to the, to the garrison early this morning when they caught me. <coughs> Weren't able to do it, but I, I saw something. The helmets they got on. I, I think they opened the door up. I saw one of those Atlanta women with, with her helmet off. And the door it wouldn't open. She put the helmet back on and, and seemed to tap a button in it. And it opened without her touching the, the keypad or nothing. Thank you all for what you've done. If you're going up against them, sons of Fleem, good luck, brother. I wish I was in a state to help you out. You have done enough. Rest. We will handle it from here. All right. Where to next, everyone? Do we Can have we take one a of look those at- helmets still? Sorry. Um, yeah, I feel like you can can grab some of the armor um, uh, from from some of the soldiers that you have. And I don't think you've broken it down or uh, or given it into the, the storehouse yet from uh, the, the prior day. Uh, uh, speaking of, uh, I was kind of hoping that uh, Bumfuzzle and Wing could take a little detour for, for yeah. some armor-oriented well, how about before we move on to the next part of our adventure this evening, we talk about level two because you guys, yeah, leveled up uh, as you're you're breaking off to uh, to <laughs> get some better gear. Uh, you feel stronger. You feel like you've accomplished something here in Madelon's Landing. Level two, we got to talk about it because we have like a ton of new classes we've never played. Uh, with before on the podcast and some weird stuff, some powerful stuff, some interesting like combinations. Um, so yeah, let's, let's go down the line, continue the tradition of the, the level up discussions. Who wants to start us off? I will. Oh, miles. Well, uh, so I am not taking a level two envoy skill because mm, I'm taking level one or taking a level in star night. So that's, that's an archetype. We we've had those on the show, right? Cause, uh, Adros, um, had an archetype, right, Tyler? Yeah, but he was a divine champion. Star Knight is its own beast. Yeah. But, um, I don't think you started that, that this lower level, this is level two. So you're, you're, you're still doing, uh, envoy, but with the, the star Knight theme, which kind of, rolls into some of wins. Right. So I don't take uh, another improv at this Mm -hmm. level. What I do instead is at level two, the star Knight automatically gets heavy armor proficiency. Okay. So, I mean, basically free feet in in exchange for that. Um, And, and that's what you want to do in this downtime is, is try and get some, some heavy as lanty armor. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to need some help, you know, fitting it for my, 
my bulbous bear bod, but um, your BBB. It's yeah. a it's a oh. sumptuous thing. Yes. <laughs> I imagine it like that uh, scene in Big Hero 6 where they're trying to shove Baymax into the armor. <laughs> it be a little like that. It, it, it is exactly going to be like that. <laughs> um, uh, it'd be a little, a little threadbare, but I think we'll be all right. Um, but I... Um, threadbare. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> you didn't even notice until Patrick said something. Any, any, anything else uh, fun at, at level two if you're giving up um, that? Envoy on improv? Uh, no, I. but for me, because I'm going to be, you know, I'm focusing on melee with, with win, I definitely wanted to go ahead and, and automatically get some heavy armor bonuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, who's next? Who wants to follow that up? I'll go. Rebecca, talk to us about Talara. Yeah, so which Warper ability? I get my first... Uh, a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had a list of paradigm shifts that I could choose from for level two, and I went with lesson injury, um, which allows me to spend an RP to change the damage that someone takes to minimum damage. So if somebody targets one of my friends or me and does a bunch of damage, uh, then I can spend a, uh, an RP to reduce that to minimum which could be really cool. It's so good. We, we were talking about it, and there's a lot of fun Witch Warper abilities that you can really tailor them to be, you know, support or, you know, disruptors, battlefield disruptors. And this one, I mean, this could potentially save people's life uh, yeah. as a reaction. I mean, if we're talking about a Doshko, that's like a D10 or D12 uh, damage dice and and then someone rolls max on it uh you are like altering um, probability to make that blow you know just kind of bounce off their armor yeah well <laughs> not really altering probability but reaching into other alternate alternate realities where <laughs> they rolled a one instead of a 12 so I think it's pretty cool, like the flavor and I, all the multiple reality thing. So, and you can use it on yourself, uh, which yeah. is which is nice. If you're about to get taken out, you know how many hit points you have. You'd be like, no, 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 not today. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, who who's next? Nikithi can go because it's not that exciting. I I like drone mechanic, but it's not flashy. So to, to sum it up, Idis has more health and can hit things better. <laughs> Nikithi can repair her faster. End of level up. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's getting some some SP, some skills, some things like that. But yeah, level yeah. two, not a big uh, flashy un- level. Well, and unfortunately, especially for a drone mechanic, the level two is kind of a mechanic trick tax because the level two, uh, once you gain access to mechanic tricks, you have access to the repair drone mechanic trick, which increases the amount that you can repair your drone. Honestly, you just can't justify. It just doesn't seem like I can justify taking anything besides that because the increase is so massive from 10% to 25%. And uh, considering there just are going to be times where I don't have like 90 minutes to repair itis. And so oh, it yeah. just seems, it's a tax, uh, which makes it not too much fun, but it's something you have to do. Uh, you, you never know uh, how long uh, 10 minutes is until you start playing Starfinder. And you're trying to <laughs> <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff into uh, 
even like an hour's worth of time, you know, if you're trying to repair weapons or armor or do um, uh, any other long periods of time things, you're like, where am I fitting in this 10 minute rest break? Yeah. Mm. Awesome. What about, uh, what about a bum fuzzle? Jibbert? Uh, yeah. So bum fuzzle at level two is picking up uh, a couple of things. Got evasion coming in sort of, Oh my God. Standard thing for operatives at level so two. Good. So good. I'm so excited to have it. And so it's good for operatives. <laughs> uh, have a great reflex already. Right. Yeah. So fireball proof. Um, <laughs> and for my operative exploit, I'm taking uncanny mobility, uh, mm. which is basically when I pull off my trick attack, I can designate the target before I move and uh, not provoke any attacks of opportunity from that target. Right. And then if I want to use my standard action as a move action, I can designate somebody so I can just sort of withdraw as a standard instead mm-hmm. of as a full action. Yeah, that's that's really nice because you do do a lot of melee uh, attacks. I try. In addition, you're, you're in there. Provide that uh, um, flanking buddies bonus. <laughs> That's that's the that's the that's what I'm here for. Um, last not least, uh, Drew, tell us about Kaz. We finally get some more Vanguard abilities, right? Yeah. So Kaz gets a couple of cool things. He gets a class ability called Mitigate, and what Mitigate does mm-hmm. is, if I have an entropy point, I can spend it to reduce any damage that I have taken by an amount equal to my Vanguard level. So I can reduce. Uh, assuming I want to spend the point anything by two. Uh, so if I am dealt two damage, that's zero damage. If I'm dealt 15 yeah. damage, that's 13 damage. It's, it's you know, finally you got a whole bunch of stuff um, eventually that'll stock up for you to use those entropy points on, and yeah. that mitigates, mitigates definitely one of them. Uh, and, uh, so with that, I also picked up a my first Vanguard Discipline, and these are the, so the sort of Vanguard uh, choice abilities. A lot of really cool ones. Uh, if you haven't checked out the the character operations manual test, uh, you should because there are some really cool things that you can do depending on how you have your your vanguard set up. Mm-hmm. But I have chosen intervene, and what intervene does is whenever an adjacent ally is attacked, I can just siphon off half of the damage that they take. So let's say that we are in combat and I'm standing next to Bumfuzzle or Win. And Win takes a hit for ten damage. All of a sudden, I take five damage. Win takes five damage. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's a, a feat that's kind of similar to that um, called bodyguard. Uh, bodyguard. Yeah, which is like get down, Mister President. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, I mean, so far you guys have been a, a pretty melee heavy group. Um, you're you're running in and fighting next to one another. That could once again save someone from going down well and and i like it because it it could stack with mitigate to the point where i could siphon off enough damage to make mitigate really make a difference especially with talara's ability that she just got it could make a huge difference if we get double critted again (laughs) (laughs) you mean when you get double critted again (laughs) i mean when we get double critted again (sighs) <laughs> all right uh that's that's everybody yeah level two is pretty quick um almost every class has like you know the mechanic trick or some other class ability that you get to, to pick up here uh and yeah yeah not not a lot else you guys 
uh, feel more skilled. Maybe you're, you're, you're more accurate in your attacks. I think everyone's bab goes up at this level. Um, yeah, I've got new spells too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. rut Keep them, keep them secret until they're used. And, <laughs> and so I know that. Right? I think I've forgotten at this point, but uh, I'm excited to see them on the battlefield. Um, right. So are you guys ready to get back into the action? Let's go fight. <laughs> oh, you don't want to have like but, ten more interactions with uh, with townsfolk. In, in, I would, in I would like to study the map that we were given or the hand drawn picture. We'll get there. We'll get there. Before that, okay. um, I, I know we just leveled up, but you also get a little bit of a an XP boost for mm. saving and making best friends with both Corsica, Arquin, and Jellic Folson. Yeah. Uh, oh, good. 200 XP, uh, uh, and that equates to an additional 50 each, I believe, on the 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 long road to level three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every bit helps. Biting a huge chunk out of that. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Before we moved uh, further, do we need to do anything to one of these helmets that we've picked up to figure out how the door mechanism works? Is there uh, an engineering check or a computer check we can run on that helmet to, to make sure we know what we're doing? You know, it, it's just like inlaid into the, the side. It looks like maybe a couple of buttons. Maybe they control uh, radio communications. Um <clears throat> One of them, you're sure, is the the one Jellic said the Islanti soldier pressed when when trying to get inside the door. Um, but uh, yeah, you can examine that. Uh, the helmet, really, the only thing that's not going to fit on when, unless you like break it open. But uh, if you go back to to Iperitas, you can armor up this giant bear <laughs> and uh, and pick up a helmet. Uh, there's like a, a montage of uh, like a flared lens in, in the uh, a dark workshop as like a shoulder piece gets attached to a, a blue furry shoulder and then like a completely snug chest piece kind of like a corset like a uh, <laughs> squeezed into uh, um, uh, Wind's chest into it. Yeah, if, if Bumfuzzle's doing it, uh, we're bungee jumping this thing on there. <laughs> or, or, sorry, bungee cording it on there. We're just like <laughs> no bungee jumping. Yeah, we're. Gonna, well, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it real tight, and he's gonna jump off the building, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> he just sweeps down into it. Um, I imagine if if you want, you can kind of take some of the the symbols from your your old armor and kind of mingle it in with this uh, green and white Aslanti armor uh, win. Oh yeah, but uh, right now it looks like the Islanti have like uh, a new mascot, which is a blue bear. (laughs) (laughs) Go bears. (laughs) Go uh, Islanti. We, um, right. So you guys ready to head out to the garrison? Ready as we'll ever be. Uh, might come up to Bumfuzzle and say, uh, is the motion detector fully charged? We will need it. Um, I, look at it and I shake it and I listen to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't think, don't think he used it uh, at all today. So got a couple hours charge. Uh, it's like, uh, probably, yeah, probably almost, almost certainly. 
ah, here we go. I put it on my shirt. Wear it like a badge. <laughs> like I'm a good scout. <laughs> the Keith, he shakes his head, but he, he feels more confident. It's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I look down at it, I can see it right side up. Yes. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Atlantis are on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is it is a short walk here to the center of Madelon's landing, and you've seen the the outline of this structure, you know, from a distance. But as you approach, yeah, the the garrison just towers above you. You see the huge shadow of the the two large anti-starship artillery lasers um, kind of cast down upon you. And that's on top of this huge prefabricated structure, like 15 foot tall. Um, you can tell the walls are very sturdy, steel composite, light, but tough battlefield tested. And uh, along the top, there are floodlights kind of pointing in all directions, beaming through the, the midday mists kind of sparkling as they seem to be coated in, in morning dew still. And yeah, from the descriptions I Brett has given you and the, this map Corsica's drawn, uh, there are a couple of entry points, a, a small door in the northeast corner that looks, you know, um, it seems is where they took Corsica in at, at this small door originally. Um, in her notes, it seems like they dragged her halfway through this facility after her interrogation, after she she spit on a couple of the the soldiers, and out a western door, the the opposite side of the garrison, and from her map she describes seeing what looks like a barracks on the north side of the complex, a mess hall, and um, she was dragged right through the center of what looks like a communications room. She has the notes, you know, computers, technology. Uh, so you've got the basic layout of the place, which means. I'm revealing to you players basically what the the inside of this building looks like before you even get there. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the map. How about that? Nice. Oh. Like a map. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, are, what are you guys seeing here? Uh, uh, there's like a circular room sort of in the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see a few blacked out areas, which I'm guessing Corsica did not get dragged through. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're on like the... The, the far sides of the building. Um, I see a pile of mattresses, which looks exciting. <laughs> yeah, she she said she she saw something along those lines. <laughs> I, I see what's probably a bathroom. I see a bunch of beds that are actually somewhat made, not in a pile like the mattresses on the other side of the building. <laughs> she uh, she has that listed as the the barracks. Yeah, um, on the the north side of the building, and says she just kind of saw through the the doors into there. So I see what appear to be some stairs. My guess is that she did not get anywhere near the second the second story. Yeah, she doesn't have it listed as stairs. Uh, it looks like some kind of you know large rectangles um, in uh, in this this one building on the the west side of the structure. So I'm guessing hmm. the circular room, is that the communications hall? It looks like there might be computers or something in there. Yeah, yeah. She has a question mark and it's written command, you know, next to it. Um, it seems like indeed uh, um, this is where she says computers, um, monitors, things like that. And where does she say the mess hall is? 
um, immediately to the west of that building. Okay. Of that uh, that room. <clears throat> so a couple of doors here. What, what are you guys thinking about? There's a eastern and a western entrance. The the eastern side is, is very small, um, a five foot wide door, and the western side is it's about ten foot wide. Well, if we split up, we can cover both of them at the same time. Yeah. Miles. Perfect. Miles, I love you so much. Perfect idea. Okay. So uh, it's just it's just win on one team, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the five foot door. Uh, Wins Warriors. So if we take the smaller door, then we may be able to make a more covert entry. The problem is the smaller door is more covert, but it's farther away from the command center. And if we make too much of a ruckus, they could use that communication center to call down reinforcements to trap us inside the building. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of uh, it's got a, lay- a maze-like layout here. Um, this X in the, the southern side of the building is where she says the, the holding cells are. That's where uh, Madelon and where she, she last saw Mayor Madelon and uh, Sedona and, and a few other um, townsfolk. Yeah, so definitely want to go in what's closest to that. Well, yeah, so so if I'm seeing this correctly, the eastern door sort of leads up through the barracks and then and then sort of kind of comes then through the command center and then to the holding cell, right? Yep, yep, and uh, she has in her notes that's um, where she she first kind of got dragged through mm-hmm. uh, along with some other people in town. Unless this room on the eastern portion that we that's blacked out that we can't see has some sort of entryway into Mattressville that we ah, don't know that, about. Yeah, that's but there clo- are mattresses. That's a closet, and- fam. That's a closet, fam. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, it's and uh, it's, there it's, are mattresses there anyway, so it wouldn't. I mean, we couldn't open the door. It's like right. ten by fifteen foot. It's it's pretty large. It's it's definitely more than a closet. We gotta figure one of these blacked out areas has to be an armory of some sort. Mm. It oh, seems yeah. like the armory would be close to the barracks, so it would have to be either on the this eastern blacked out part, this central blacked out part, or this uh, southern southwestern blacked out part. Yeah, I, this, this area here. Um, you just pointed the three of the four blacked out areas. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, I'm just, I, I realized that. I forgot. I was only going to say the two, but I forgot about the, uh, the the top center one. I figure the top center one's the bathroom because there's no bathroom next to the barracks, and it seems like uh, that would be a good that's place right for in the barracks. There, this room here is marked as the mess. Um, there's no notes for the the far southeast um, area that she doesn't have any any intel on um besides uh where the x is that is that is indeed the um the brig i mean i i i will i would second uh i can't remember who said it but uh the you know blitz the command center uh strat i think the 10 foot door it's the easiest for wind to get through we're only two doors away from the command it's going to be the loudest way of ingress but uh Going through the garrison um, or the 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 barracks in particular uh, is probably going to be loud anyway because I can't imagine there aren't like off duty Aslanti there anyway. Do you guys want to vote on it? Do you want to? 
come to a 100% decision? What do you want to do? I mean, I, I'm the one who said that we should go in the back door, but I've been convinced otherwise. So I'm fine with going in the front door. Uh, going, in, going in the front door is traditionally a very stupid move, but. But we're very stupid we're people. We're very stupid so people. It. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on. <laughs> Hell. Hell. Yeah, it uh, sounds good to me. Place yourselves on the map, everyone. Let's get to exploring. Let's get to this dungeon crawl, if it, as it were. How how often do you get to see uh, like a map of the the dungeon before you you get to to popping through it? Not often. Bumfuzzle's already inside. <laughs> Bumfuzzle's got hacks. He's got teleportation <laughs> hacks. This is, why, this is why I don't allow you to uh, uh, see the map normally. <laughs> There's usually a lot of fog of uh, uh Kaz is probably going to be the one who wants to operate the helmet to get the door open first, though. Um, yeah, no. Is that... Uh, are you wearing it, um, Drew? Wearing this? Uh, I, I wasn't, but I can if we feel like that's necessary. I don't really. Yeah, you, you, we 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 get to the door and Nikki the <laughs> motions you over and he just puts the helmet on your head. <laughs> I, do, I do not like this Atlantic filth on my head. I know, but bear with it. Once we get to the door, you can use it to beat the snot out of the first soldier you see. If you want someone to bear with it, ask when. Oh boy, I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> Everyone listening at guys, guys, no guys. one does bear stuff but me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you okay. leave it to Miles. He he earned this uh, this badge and this curse. Badge badge of honor, curse of dishonor. Um, as you get to the door, it does indeed look like there is like a keypad to the side of it, which is like sparking, and uh, it looks. Very much like there are about a dozen or so very small Hobgar claw marks. Um, and uh, it'd be very hard to kind of uh, get through here uh, if if uh, maybe you didn't have a, another way. But uh, it actually looks like they've exposed some wires as well. Um, but Kazar, are you moving up to it and and putting the helmet on? Before I do, uh, he asks Bumfuzzle, do you detect any motion on the other side of this door? Uh, I look down at my shirt. <laughs> um, it, it's not flashing, but you uh, know for a fact that, you know, just some light tree coverage can can interrupt it. So I look at Kaz and I say, all clear. <laughs> These walls are super thick. Probably probably won't won't allow much. Much use of this. Everyone all set. Back up. Back up a little bit. Everyone be ready. Let us enter. Go ahead and step on up, Drew. Steps into the door. Uh, right, so, well, you're not stepping inside yet. Oh, calm, sorry. Calm it down. It hey. opens up, and uh, you see a, a pretty unadorned room. Doesn't look like there's really much here. Um, you do see two Aslanti soldiers just kind of standing there <laughs> looking at you, uh, which means we need to make an immediate initiative roll check. Woohoo! It is time. Booyah, Level baby! Two. Level two combat, let's do it! Can we romance them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Natural 20 from a, a true. Oh, <laughs> Miles! <laughs> Get it out of the way early, boy. Oh, yeah. Win is, 
when is the slowest big bear in existence? <laughs> oh, man. Natural 20 and a natural one in the initiative rolls. I like it. You guys are. <laughs> He's just licking himself before the battle. <laughs> the uh, so, Kaz, you see the doors go whoop, open up. You see these soldiers. One of them looks like he's kind of like checking on his gun. The other's got it uh, just kind of um, held at his side. They look at you. They see <laughs> you uh, in their helmet, a human in his lanty helmet, but not in their armor. They're confused. Uh, got the drop on them. What do you want to do first in the turn order? Uh, I'm going to race up to this uh, to this chump that is slightly to the west of the other one at the, mm-hmm. the north of the room. And we are going to hit this fool with an entropic strike. Punchy. Nice. nice. That is a 19 to hit. Ooh, yeah, against EAC, that's a hit. Uh, for four damage. Right, minimum damage, but slam into him. Um, you see his armor just kind of fading away, cracking uh, with a... Uh, like a, a short a one inch punch to his chest uh, next in the turn order is Bumfuzzle uh, right yeah I'm gonna run in and take the one on the right I run up and as I do I sort of uh, uh, push a button on the bottom of my knife and a little like a little like boxing glove comes out of it and punches <laughs> him right in the gut <laughs> gosh <laughs> and I say, ha surprise! Uh, that's a, a 26 on the check. Success. Yeah. All right. <laughs> obviously, obviously the boxing, boxing glove is going to work. <laughs> For sure. I, I can tell you, as a GM, I did not see that coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surprise, Patrick. Uh, all right. Uh, survive a knife. Let's go. Ow. Oh, uh, that's only an eight on the attack. Um, yeah, even even flat-footed, that is a miss. Even double flat-footed? Even triple flat-footed. Ah, oh, darn. Get that out of here. <laughs> um, a miss, unfortunately. Uh, Nikithi is next. Rolling, rolling pretty well on some initiative here. What you got, Tyler? All right. Well, Kaz uh, and Bumfuzzle have charged in. And uh, Itis looks excited to get into combat and with her new and improved self. So she's going to move in as well. And I think she's going to want to try and give Kaz a flanking bonus to be maximum effective. Ooh, I don't know if she can get there in a single move. She can, but she's going to provoke two attacks of opportunity doing so. Oh, my goodness. From if they, if they have if they have melee weapons out, I think they just have rifles out. Yeah, uh, you got the drop on them, so I don't think they're actually in the turn order yet. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, so perfect. No attacks of opportunity. So she just kind of goes flying down the middle of the room and weaves in between the two Islanti soldiers and gets right up behind one of them. And uh, with with all of her movement, but that still gives her a standard attack. So Mm. she's going to try out her claws. New and improved. Have I said new and improved enough? They're new. They're improved. And they hit with yes. a 23. That's a super hit. Yeah, uh, 19 on the dice. Yeah. Uh, uh, four points of slashing damage. Ouch, ouch, ouch. You've got four from Kaz, four from Idis. This, this soldier, she is still up. And this is her turn. Um, 
boy oh boy she's going to she's going to kind of guarded step back uh towards what looks like the, the north side of this building she's got a rifle out she's just gonna point blank shot shoot at itis which means i just gets an attack of opportunity <sighs> is itis on fire tonight Maybe. Um, That's going to be a, uh, because she gets the flanking bonus, 18 to hit, Casey. Uh, That is a hit. Yes. Ooh, five points of damage. Um, Jeez. Okay. Ouch. Uh, That is enough to drop this soldier a shot off. (laughs) (laughs) Idis is on fire tonight. I wanted to to shoot, (laughs) shoot Idis to death. (laughs) <laughs> she's she's new and improved, guys. New and improved. Uh, Nikithi is on the other side of the outer door, and he's he's whispering to himself, "The improvements are working perfectly." <laughs> don't don't cry, Nikithi. The salts in your tears will hurt you. <laughs> Diff up a limp. Um, okay. Well, the other soldier sees uh, her. Uh, obviously her best friend uh, die <laughs> to some kind of monstrous robot and just takes a guard step back and presses some buttons on the wall and an alarm uh, and yellow lights start flashing <laughs> in this room. Yeah! Well, we figured this was going to happen, so here we go. Uh, that is their entire turn. The high damage turn. Um, next is Talara. Alright. Uh, Talara is going to step inside the room. Mm-hmm. And I assume she's had her pistol out because we were infiltrating the <laughs> oh, barracks. It would be advisable. <laughs> uh, and she's going to shoot her pistol. Oh, kind of got a clean line of sight here through the middle of the room. It's a 14 to attack. Uh, that is a hit against EAC. Oh, good. Orders. And that's max damage of four. Uh, all right, yeah, you score a direct hit on the like the back shoulder blade of of this Atlante soldier as she is sounding the alarm. Uh, your turn, and at the bottom, oh, at the bottom of the turn order, Win. All right, so Win is gonna run on in here, pop himself next to the Atlante that just sounded the alarm. <laughs> uh oh. And is going to swing at her with his jump sensor. So unfortunately, it looks like he cannot fit in the room, right? We've got Itis, who's taking up space here. Oh, good, Tyler. Thanks. Your, your fun teammates have not left you a oh, lot sorry of that you Sorry that you rolled I a guess, one on initiative. Don't I guess suck I will on initiative. Stay outside. <laughs> you, have, you have some ranged options, right? Yeah, I guess he's going to pull out his hall pistol. Uh, he'll come in, uh, I guess, behind Bumfuzzle and and still shoot at the same, um, the only living guard. And that is a 13. Against EAC once again. Um, that's a hit. All right, for four points of damage. Nice. Excellent, excellent. Uh, that seems to be the watchword of this combat is four points of damage. Um, that's turn one. Let's go ahead and go back to Kaz, turn two. So Kaz is going to call out to Talara. Could you make one of the entrances to this room difficult terrain to prevent Aslanti soldiers from entering as he 
moves forward right up next to this chump and hits her with an entropic strike. <laughs> you plan to set up shop here in this this room? Well, there's Just two. Like, That's a six to attack. It ain't good to do enough. Oh, no, that is a miss. Um, Bumfuzzle, back to you. Uh, yeah, so uh, Bumfuzzle is going to uh, pull out a piece of rope and throw it at a uh, and throw it at a uh, uh, Kaz, and um, when Kaz catches it, Bumfuzzle's gonna run up with the other end and try to pin the guard's uh, uh, knees to the wall, oh. and uh, and uh, try to try to get him real good with my very good. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I can't I can't miss on these engineering checks, but uh, it's happened what one time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that'll happen when you roll 18s, 19s, and 20s <laughs> every single one. Um, 19 here, so on the dice, that is yeah. a success. So I'm, so I'm running up into flanking with Kaz, and then uh, I'm going to uh, use my knife. Go! Stab attack. Pwom! What'd you get? If, Just because I want to know. All right. So I got a natural 20 on this one. <laughs> if, if you didn't know. Yeah. So that was uh, uh, nine points of damage as I uh, slammed this guy up against the wall with the with my good rope attack. And then just <laughs> the guy like knocks his head back against the wall and then falls down dead. <laughs> All right. First of all, I'm the GM. You don't get to dictate those things. <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, you do not double the trick attack damage. Yes, you do. 100%. 100% sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's too many dice. It's a lot of dice, yeah. I mean, it's 44. It's 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 nine points of damage. It's not that much. Uh, definitely taking a card, right, for half damage. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's take a card. Potentially have damage. Oh, while I look at the card, we also got to go to our Patreon and figure out uh, who's getting a shout out. <laughs> Natural 20 shout out. Just ask for some more of these because we are going through at least one crit per episode, it seems like. Uh, there has been one every episode so far, so. Is this the season of the crit? Is that a thing? Are we making that a thing? It's it's been pretty amazing and also pretty awful that there has been oh. at least one crit from one. Well, every person. episode that there's a combat, <laughs> there's a, a crit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that one episode we didn't have combat, but it's a bone puzzle it was... engineering. <laughs> <laughs> Natural. Uh, rolling rocks. Uh, this is from uh, Darian, and it's a shout out to Zadrain. And the crew of the Void Vagabond. That's from from oh. Spec the Cat. If you guys, hey, hey Spec, that's cool. Thank, I thank don't, you, Spec. I don't trust this uh, shout out. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. And you're doing straight up kinetic damage here. I am indeed. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh boy. What's up, um, Chuckles? <laughs> Well, uh, I mean, if this creature were to live past this round, uh, they're getting you're getting the full bonus damage. So and oh. points, <laughs> uh, they you also rung their bell because the rope indeed did trip them, and they, they took a nasty spill, cracking her head open as you stab her. <laughs> 
Uh, minus five to intelligence checks and intelligence-based skill checks until healed. I don't think we have to worry about it. But minus five to being alive checks. A minus five. Yeah, no. There's there's some brain leakage out. You can uh, try to ask some <laughs> trivia questions before she expires. But that is that. We're out of combat. And... Uh, yep, there's an alarm going off in the in uh, sounds like the entire garrison. Uh, we should move quickly. I feel uh, like. someone turn uh, it off. Can we turn well, off the alarm? Yeah, <laughs> can Nikithi and Bumfuzzle maybe work together to disable that alarm? I mean, you can, but cats out the bag, right? Right. Well, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come and look it's, at the alarm even if it shuts off. I, I mean, like. but it, it's just annoying <laughs> to fight through an entire garrison with an alarm bleeding in the background. I guess. Oh. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nikithi's having none of it. You guys go kill some people. Uh, Idis is with you. Nikithi will shut this alarm off just to get it to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll see Tyler's character in, in a in a few episodes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's working on just pulling wires out of uh, the walls here. Um, yeah, and you, know, you got a, a chance to look around. Uh, so the doors here are painted in bright green lettering in Islanti. Um, some words on them. The wall here to the south is a massive hollow vid screen. That's what you're seeing on the map. And it looks like a, a static image of Madelon's landing from above. Maybe like a, a drone shot mixed with technical schematics. And there's pictures of people around around the town, some points of interest like the moisture collector and the um, destroyed comm array. There's a small panel that fits beneath this screen that looks like a little computer access. Uh, one of the images in the center of, of this hollow vid kind of catches your eye. In it, you see in, in like a, a small holographic frame, a blurry shot of uh, the the five of you. It looks like from a cadet's point of view, the uh, the cemetery of Madelon's Landing in the background. And like it, it's very blurry. You just see like, the vague kind of like uh, shapes of your bodies and your faces kind of circled in, in green digital markup pen. A notation on the side in Aslanti reads, is that a bear? Question mark. Yeah, no other surveillance of you. You guys have been pretty stealthy around town. Um, the doors to the north are labeled barracks in Aslanti and this one kind of to the, the south East is labeled mess. Uh, can I can I grab a markup pen and then just like mark out our faces even more? <laughs> so it's like <laughs> I draw I draw like smiley faces like over our faces. So they draw mustaches and like, yeah, like exactly. bigger horns on Talara. Right. Uh, let's uh let's book it to the control center. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that plan. Yeah. So, so to the mess hall, right? Yeah, through the mess hall. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Big Bear first. All right, Big Bear. Go on. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, <laughs> might I make a recommendation? Nope. <laughs> Should have done it before Big Bear went in the room. Yeah, he's in there. <laughs> it's not about Big Bear. It's it's about blocking our our exit point. Like, we have a bunch of barracks and a mess hall that could, like, if we put Talara's uh, rough terrain here right after we enter that room, it could slow down uh, backup coming to to help whoever is in there that we are attempting to kill. Mm, something to do in combat, it sounds like, using that ability. Um, 
but you can talk that out as you file in here. Uh, it's a large room, the mess. Uh, you see stackable metal folding tables and benches on the southern wall. That's what these guys are down here. Looks like it's not in use at the moment. Uh, along the walls, you see propaganda posters in Atlante, um, these bright, glossy printouts showing just the, these most beautiful purple-eyed youths with jackboots kind of uh, um, putting them into the the backs and faces of these exaggerated alien faces. One shows a Dralik being uh, kicked in the face, and the sign reads, One soldier is worth a thousand alien natives. There's another with an Aslanti woman scoping in on a, uh, an alien sniper and an it reads, serve your superiors, dominate the weak. They are graphic, they are violent, but yeah, all the Aslanti here portrayed as stoic. They have like a perverse smile to them. Seeing the poster just kind of makes Wynn's blood boil as someone who, you know, loves different types of life. And this kind of just awful hatred just you just hear like a low growl admit from his throat one of the posters is definitely them like firebombing a a a village in like the jungle somewhere and just like these two islanti soldiers laughing as it happens yeah I'm, i'm looking forward to killing more of them then let us proceed boy that's a tiny door i gotta say oh what the door to the command center yeah, it's a tiny door. <clears throat> yeah, no, you've, you've managed to, to knock the alarm off, but uh, the the center of, of the building is indeed small. I, who's who's moving up to it? Uh, Bumfuzzle will will go ahead and take the lead, and then Kaz will be right behind you. <laughs> and then wait for everyone else. Talara's <laughs> coming. I might stand outside the door for a minute, though. Um, that seems fair. Don't know if I can come in. <laughs> Talara, your tiny demon should fit perfectly well in here. <laughs> if only right. we, we had a tiny demon instead of a big, dumb bear. <laughs> that way you know it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, for you at home, uh, the room we're about to go into, I mean, couldn't even fit, like, four <laughs> wins in it. Like, legally. Uh, <laughs> how... how how all of us are going to fit in it while fighting some other people. The Islanti fire know. marshals are going to kick us all out of the, uh, of the room. Oh, yeah. This is going to shut down this rave. This is not going to go well. <laughs> all right. I'm opening the door. Y'all ready? I push the go button on the door. Uh, it does not open. Foiled again. Use the helmet. Kaz, open the door. Kaz uses the helmet. Um, as soon as you do, it doesn't go, uh, indeed, go shrink open, and um, it, is, it is dim light in here. It looks like just a few computer screens lighting up this small room. Uh, you see just a quick shimmer of movement, perhaps a few lights on a weapon illuminating the, the darkness here, and you hear a rough kind of grumbly voice in Aslanti say to be continued. Oh, come on! Piece of prog. Well, 
if you didn't want to <laughs> start next week's episode with a fight, you shouldn't have gone in this direction. There would have been more stuff sneaking through the building. Wanted maybe. to end this week's episode with a fight. Uh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we'll find out next week what is going on in here. Oh, it's going to be a fun fight for sure. Uh, thank you very much for making this an interesting um, dungeon delve. They know you're coming. What does that mean? We'll find out next time. Woo! Yay! Big fight. Um, it looks like <laughs> uh, it looks like we're gonna have have some fun in store. Um, what what what, uh, what do you think is waiting for you in the command center? Uh, uh, Sarge is waiting on us. Yeah, I, Sar- go. Ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it's gonna be Sarge, and there's gonna be so many reinforcements. It's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pity, 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 pity! I can't fit in. It's it's well, so nice that there's a whole room full of mattresses for us to take a nap on after we yeah. kill every Islanti in this place. Well, the the good thing is about this is I think if uh you know Kaz and Bumfuzzle and Talara funnel into the command center, uh, Idis and Wynn might be able to handle any of the reinforcements that come in from the barracks. So we might we might have a bit of a split party fight. Mm, we shall see um it's it's a pretty big garrison but i'll tell you what this fight would have been a lot harder if you had indeed snuck in through the opposite direction and not cleared these two soldiers out behind you uh because uh, we call that a pincer attack <laughs> uh, um that's that's gonna do it for us uh a short one a quick one as you guys leveled up and and we dive into to combat here um mm. Uh, thank you so much for playing with me. Oh, thank, thank you. Patrick. you. How much XP did we get from those two uh, Islanti? We didn't uh, did we do the XP totals for that. Uh, let's see. Uh, not near enough to get to level well, three. You've been doing it for every fight so far. <laughs> ding 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 ding! Level three. We'll tally it up. That was a pretty. That was a pretty easy one. I feel like I'll knock off a few hundred XP for that. <laughs> you you soared right through it. Thank you for joining me, Drew. Um, let, let's wrap it up there, though. Thanks, thanks, guys. And uh, why don't you say good night, everybody? Good, good night, night, everybody. Good night.